Hi, it's Mimi. Welcome to our new weekly Mimi Moments, a new series focusing on short, impactful excerpts from some of the most powerful conversations that I've had on the show. I hope it elevates your day. And if you want to hear the whole episode, there's a link in the show notes. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. That's the main thing that's gotten me through. Without setting up those visions, you don't really have any inspiration or motivation. They're the only things that are going to inspire you and motivate you really at the end of the day because you can feel them. And people say to me, oh, like, I don't have any visions. Just make them. Even, even if it is a material thing, things will follow from there. If you're like, I don't, I don't know, like, I've wanted sort of, I, I want to be in a nicer house. I want to be making a lot more money. I want to be doing this, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, well, you've got to like sort of make a plan of it and what kind of house do you want and what kind of, income do you want, et cetera. And then you have to visualize having that way before it's going to come. It's definitely the point that I want to make to everybody is that visualization is the most important thing for me. Because I think everything I follow, I monitor it by the way I feel. If I'm feeling uneasy within myself or I'm feeling like I'm starting to doubt a little bit, then, well, this is now, at the start, I was doing it a lot more because you sort of, and I said, you sort of retrain your subconscious mind. Well, I believe once you're sort of more knowledgeable in the area and you've and you've gone through it, you don't have to do it as much because your subconscious on autopilot then is sort of in a pretty good space. So you don't have to all that. You've got to do things. You've got to set up things and I'm going to do websites and write, et cetera. So I can't be thinking of the vision all day while I'm writing. But I sort of monitor it now mm-hmm. with the way I feel. So if I'm feeling a little bit uneasy or if I feel like something's getting my attention that's taking it away from where I want to be, I will do it anywhere. Like you said, the supermarket sometimes I'm walking and my eyes are open. I don't necessarily have to have my eyes closed or anything like that. In the morning when I wake up, I go to that place and I'll go to a place where I'm holding that book or like I said, and whatever it is, if you're a sports per- if you're a sportsman or a sportswoman and you want to hold that trophy in your hand or you want to open up your own business and you want to visualize people coming into your shop and saying how great your clothes are that you're selling or whatever it is, it's just got to be positive. It's got to make you feel good and you have to put yourself physically there. Imagine shaking their hand. Imagine taking their money and putting it in the till in your own business and feeling like you've accomplished something. Put yourself there, wherever it is, and monitor it by your feelings. So if you're feeling down or you're feeling like something's trying to take you away, that's when you have to do it the most. Actually, Conor McGregor, I saw Conor McGregor because he's mm. really big on visualization as well. He was speaking about, he was saying something like, it's a very easy for people to see where they want to go when everything's going great. But the difference between people that make it are the ones who can keep the vision even when things are going really bad. And it's really, yeah, and I it's so true. That. And it's so I true. That, that That is the difference between someone who's going to make it and someone who doesn't because it is. It is easy when things are going great. But when you can hold on to that vision, I mean, even, and I, and I write this in the book, even when you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, you still have to believe it's there. And that might sound like a bit of a, you have to believe no it's there. Option. Even if you cannot see anything in front of you, even if you don't know the whole way, even if you don't even know what your next move is, you have to keep that vision. You have to just hold on to it as much as you can and physically force it in your head. I don't care if you have to scream, if you have to do whatever you've got to do in your own sort of confined space, but just do whatever you have to do to keep that vision and to hold it. And like I said, that vision can be whatever you want. Mm. Get creative. Think what kinds of things you want, break it down physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever you want in life, you have to, you have to sort of have that vision or else it's, it, it's not so much, it's not like really, it, it is a mystery, 
it is definitely a mystery in, in the way things sort of present themselves when you think about it. But, you know, it can also be explained in the fact that if you don't have a target, what can you hit? What are you going to hit? You shoot an arrow at it and there's no target. Where's it going to go? It can go anywhere. So, like, mm-hmm. you need to have sort of things and um, they can be grand. They can be really grand. Your mind's are cre- like so creative, you know. So you can just, just run away with it. Mm. Run away with it. Bring an element of creation to it as well. As I think, like you said before, you touched on those lines, like we're co-creators as well. We're goal-oriented, we're goal but we're co-creators. And we are physically, we're evolving. I, I sort of, and this is a bit left of center, I guess, to some people, but I feel like we're all God-evolving in some way because we're all contributing to the creations of what's happening in this world. And I think that when you find that, power to create you really find the god within you and you feel so powerful and there's no better feeling than creating something out of nothing really when you can actually realize and um, comprehend that what you've just seen in the physical realm you thought about beforehand and i do a little exercise in my book which you may have read um, to do that i say about getting out a piece of paper or, or sorry thinking about a piece of paper with your name written on it first and sit there and visualize it and then physically get out a pad write your name on it and pick it up. And then I said to myself, well, hold on, where was that before it was on this physical piece of paper that I'm holding up now and looking at it? It was literally Mm. only in my mind. But where did it exist before I physically wrote it? I saw it. It actually, it was nowhere, right? It was only in your mind. Isn't that true? (laughs) People think, oh, it was, you confuse people when you say that. They're like, oh, it was, but it, it was there. I said, no, it wasn't. It was nowhere. It didn't even exist. Yeah. You literally thought about something, you did it, and now you're holding it in your hand and you're looking at it. And that's an easy step. Yeah, it didn't just show that's up right. and then, exactly. you know, you, right. you see it and, and we're doing yeah. that. We're, we are constantly doing that with our minds and we don't even realize. And we have to realize that. We have to come to that realization that our mind is creating. And take it like in every sort of aspect someone gets sick and you had thought about them being sick and now all of a sudden they're sick and you created that. No, no, no. You've got to use your common sense as well. We have common sense. And I think people lose that with this whole thinking positive thing and creating your dreams. People take it to the extreme and they lose their common sense. Look at what's real. Look at what you know exists and use your sense in it as well. But, but things like that definitely do work, exercises like that. And that's, that's a very simplified thing, but you can do that on a really big scale. You might have to do a lot more work than just pulling out a piece of paper and writing your name on it. But we can create and we can achieve whatever we put in our mind, I believe. Whether you believe in sort of scientific evolution or not, it doesn't really matter. It's science. A lot of it is fact. So, I mean, definitely don't ignore what doctors sort of say or what they recommend, but don't ignore the power of the mind either in it because sometimes they can shut you down and not really believe in that. So you need to have knowledge of both because I think sometimes some people take it to the extreme and they don't listen to what is being said on the other side, which is the medical side, and life expectancy has increased a lot compared to 100 years ago, and that is from the advancement of medicine. So, like, we, we can't ignore that because we've, we've discovered a lot of things about it and where's, what's the first thing we do when we're about to die? We want to get rushed to the hospital and use their machines. And so you can't take one with you. You've got you to mm-hmm. take them both. Because some people just ignore that other side. They start getting into the And that's, to me, that's not really intelligent either. So I think use both, but definitely the power of the mind is, is that hidden thing that can really get yeah. somebody through. 
I actually, my, yeah, my accountant, he had cancer and sort of got through and was talking to me about how powerful his mind was and how he knew people that had that same kind of cancer and, and he was actually worse off and they died and he said that you could just hear. And, and that's not to say that they would have been healed if they had have used their mind and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We don't want to make those predictions or assumptions. Mm-hmm. But he was saying that he noticed a pattern definitely with all the people that he was meeting with the ones that sort of did get better or had a better sort of life that they did live within those few years or whatever, they were trying their hardest to sort of live a positive lifestyle and to keep that positive mindset. So it's, yeah, very tough, I can imagine, in a situation like that. And I know people close to me who have been terminally ill. So, but yeah, the the power of the mind definitely does does work. You've already fought to be here. You made it through. Think about that. Mm. (laughs) You've already fought to be here. Before you were born, you fought to be here. You made it through. You made it through. You made it through. So that's, we've, we've already fought. And if you can comprehend that for a minute, when your parents, when your parents had sex and all these other little babies that could have been are fighting for this, mm. fighting for life, your soul, what you were before, who you are right now, touch your hands. That was you swimming and fighting and you made it that's how much you wanted life you've already fought to be here you deserve it you deserve to live because you've already fought you made it wow that's incredible if you can yeah you made it seriously so so exactly so if you want to if 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 you ever think that you're not strong and you're not powerful oh you're more powerful than than the millions of others that didn't get through. You fought. That wasn't that wasn't chance. That wasn't luck. You fought. So you deserve it. So you deserve to live. I hope you enjoyed this Mimi moment. And while I have your attention, we'd love your feedback on the new Mimi podcast reboot. It would mean so much to me if you could leave a review and you could even send me a message on Instagram to tell me what you think about the new show upgrade. I'd love to hear from you.